Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Okay, you guys, I am so excited to introduce you to Amanda Francis. If you don't already know who she is, Amanda Francis is a business mentor, money queen, as I like to call her. She has been featured places like Forbes Magazine, ABC News, CBS News, NBC, iHeartRadio, InStyle Magazine. And she is a small town girl from Oklahoma, (laughs) probably why I resonate with her story so much, who decided that she was meant for a different life. And she has created a life of abundance, impact, and really influence with her ability to become you know, a multi-million dollar money magnet. So if you aren't familiar with her, you're going to love this episode. I know there's going to be so many nuggets that you take away from this, so many activations, so much recoding around your relationship to money, around your mindset around money. And if anything, she is just going to expand your horizons on what is possible for us in our lives. At the end, we talk about her money mentality makeover course. And this is something that I personally went through I think I went through her September, October cohort. And you guys, when I joined this course and I just started doing the bonuses, I went from a $4,000 income to an $8,000 income in, you know, a, a month period, just by listening to her stuff, being in the energy of her work, shifting my mindset around money and becoming the energetic match for abundance and overflow. And it was really, it is really powerful. I continue to go back to this course every single day. And so whether or not you feel called to, to, you know, shift some, some belief systems around money, I would encourage you to sign up for the wait list so that you can get the free resources so that you can get the meditations around money so that you can get the free trainings around money. Amanda has so much wisdom in this area and she is a living, breathing expression of what is possible for all of us. So I'm not going to say anything more. I'm so excited to share her with you. Let's dive into this episode with Amanda Francis. Amanda, thank you so much for being with us and with the audience. I'm more than ecstatic to share you with the listeners. You have changed my perspective around money and my relationship to money. So I know you are going to activate some other souls today when it comes to their money mindset. Um, Before we dive in, why don't you just share a little bit with the listeners who you are, what you do, what you got, how you got to what, where you are today. Okay. So I'm Amanda Francis. Um, What I typically say, like if I meet someone on the street, is I own a company that creates online training programs for women entrepreneurs. Like that's the good, like regular human answer. I guess what I would, the more evolved human answer might be that like I'm a spiritual teacher that holds 
creates a massive space for tens of thousands of women around financial empowerment. I love it. I love it. Um, what, so I, I love your take on money. So for, before I met you, I always felt a little weird with like financial gurus and like mixing that with my spiritual practices. And I love your take on money and abundance. So if, if you were to explain it in a nutshell, what are your beliefs? What have they done for your life? Yeah. So like money isn't bad. That would be number one. Like money isn't bad. Earning isn't bad. Spending isn't bad. Wanting stuff isn't bad. Like none of it's bad. So we have all this stuff in our society that it's evil or it's greedy or it's selfish or it's wrong, or we shouldn't want it, or we should be experiencing so much gratitude that we don't need it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just not true. Like it just takes money to live life. It just takes money to get your message out there to run a company, to rent a venue, to get your kids in the schools where you feel they will be safe, like whatever it is. Like money is just a, a, a thing. It's like not a, it's just, it's a neutral resource. It's not good or bad. And we can choose to use it based on our heart, our intention and our desires. And what I found after working with thousands of women on their belief systems around money is that good people intend to do good shit with money. Mm-hmm. Like from where they shop to who they support to how they donate. It's like, I just think spiritual women have to be resourced for us to make the biggest difference we can. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And something that like that was a massive shift for me personally is like, oh, I need money to do good things and to feel highly supported. And I think there's another level to this too, that I I know you're from a small town as well. And there may be, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up and seeing maybe other people with brand name things and having stigmas around that. And so I think there's another level of this as well as how, what about the luxury piece, right? So there's a part of us that desires to have more. And how do you, how do you shift your energy around the vibration of that, right? Without, and clearing out the guilt and shame. Cause I think a lot of us who grew up maybe in those small towns or in that middle class, there was shame around spending extra money on these items, right? And it created some blocks or some, some distortions in our belief systems. Totally. So I think <clears throat> there in my household, there was definitely like you know, if you spent $20, I think it was 1999 where the price of t-shirts at Abercrombie when I was 14, it was like, that was definitely like excess and lavish Mm. and luxury. And so, and then the people who could always have that, there was an idea that life was going like easier for them. And Mm -hmm. I was somehow being like left out or, um, I don't know that my, my life was harder and more of a struggle. And I guess, I don't know. The thing is we're adults now. We're adults now and we're responsible for our own experiences daily. Mm-hmm. We're responsible for what we believe we can have, what we attract, what we decide we want, how we spend. And they're like, has to become a point where you take control of your adult life and just say, this is who I am. And these are my preferences now. Mm -hmm. And as an adult person, you can choose that your preference to have something that feels lavish or luxurious to you, once again, isn't good or bad or right or wrong. It's a choice. It's a decision. So Mm -hmm. I believe in excess in all areas. So the way I teach people to think and feel and earn and receive money is not just where it's like either you save or you spend either you 
get Chanel or you get like um, nutritious organic foods. I believe in a world of surplus in every area. That's how I think about money, talk about money, receive money. So that, that affects how I, like I said, earn and save and invest, but also donate and support and give. So I don't think my closet of Chanel took away from the other things I've done mm. that, are, that were charitable with money. It's all important. It's all good. It's all available. And I just don't, this is, this is like the part where I think it's hard for people a little bit because you want to start like doing math. Like, but if you only have X number of thousands of dollars to do good with, well, I can't do both Chanel and mm. blank. Well, it doesn't really feel that way to me. As I learn to spend more and I, and as long as I don't believe that spending more takes away from something else, or as long as I learn to save more, and I don't believe saving more takes away from anything either. I seem to multiply the flow by which I live and breathe and interact and, and, and release, but also receive money. Does that make sense? So the overall expansion of the circulation of money continues in my life, bigger and bigger numbers in every area. Chanel, but you can't make your car payment. Like that's not the life we're trying to live, you know? Yes. And I love that you said that it doesn't have to be one or the other. And that's something I say on the podcast all the time is like, we really truly get to have it all. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be a hard thing for people to wrap the, their heads around sometimes because there is some programming to debunk to like clear out there. So how do you, how have you gotten to this point in your life? Has it always been this, like, I just get to have it all in no. <laughs> no, God, no. Is, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like a human being, you know, like, I'm, um, I think it's literally identifying one thought and feeling thought or feeling or idea or story or whatever that doesn't feel good at a time and reprogramming it, rearranging it, say, saying like, is that ultimately true? Like, I mean, I think anyone who watches me online, it's very obvious that like, I'm a, I'm a wildly hard worker. Like I'm, I put out an insane amount of free content and paid content, content all the content. Like mm -hmm. I work really, really, really hard, but where the lie would be is that I'm not worthy unless I work hard. So it's like, I'm worthy because I am, and I get to work in this like dedicated, intentional way because I've, I've found purpose that means something to me and I like throwing my heart into it some days, you know what I mean? Or for a few hours, some days, or all days, some days, or you know, whatever it, it means or is needed on that day. So it's like, it's just this like idea of sacrifice, I think, that we're all kind of addicted to. Like until mm -hmm. I've sacrificed enough, of my time or my energy or my happy feelings, I'm not allowed to receive money or love or whatever thing I actually want. Like I can't have the man till I've been heartbroken 10,000 times. Well, like, is that really true? You know? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, and, and the sacrifice energy too. And I think that's part of why, and one of the questions I want to ask you today is like, what is you know, we start to sabotage almost, right? We, we, we get close to the thing we want or we, we do reach the thing we want and then we sabotage it. And, and why do you think that we do that when it comes to money, relationships, business, whatever it may be? Why, why do you think as human beings that happens? I think I would have to look at like each story and mm -hmm. like energetic, you know, patterning that I would pick up in the person individually. But Overall themes I see is, you know, not really wanting it, mm -hmm. um, 
thinking something bad will happen if you get it, um, not feeling worthy of it. So like with thinking something bad will happen if you receive money, it's often like if I make this much money, like I'm going to have to give it to family members or the tax man's going to come in and get it all or I have to pay off my student loans or my debt before I can enjoy the money. There's all these reasons why we don't, we think something bad will happen or we, or we don't want it. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And typically when I get people to look at all of that and it's like, well, what is your actual desire? Like, what do you actually want to do with the money? And when people tend to have permission to, I don't know, live out their best life with the money they allow themselves to receive, we get a lot freer around money. And also that piece around, you know, being like people are going to be mad at you or not like you or think you're something, this or that or the other, because you have money. I think we have to let go of all of that too. You That's know? powerful. Yeah. I see that show up in my life and many other people like clients. It's like that fear of what other people think. And, and I'm sure you, you went through the same phase of the same period with friends, with family. Like what is your mm -hmm. biggest tip for someone who is in the thick of it right now in this moment of detaching from the external and really tuning into what are my true desires? What are the, what are the desires that have been placed on my heart by the divine? Um, for me, it was kind of like, well, what's more important here? Like in the whole scheme of my life, what's more important? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, this may confuse my family. But you know what I mean? Like, I remember my dad being like, I don't know, this was probably like six or seven years ago. Now it was a long time ago. He's like, so Amanda, why do you have to say the F word online all the time? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm branding dad. He's like, why are you branding? Me as someone who doesn't give a fuck if you don't like that I say the F word. And it wasn't really intentional branding as much as it was like letting myself out and then realizing that's what branding can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so what's more important? Like people might be, uh, most of our families will be afraid when we decide we're going to figure out how to like start a business or whatever. That's scary to people. So they might be afraid. They might be worried. They might be confused. They might shame you. They might just not get it. Like all that stuff might go on, but like, what does your heart need? Like, what do you have to share and say and give and do in this world? Because once you're out there sharing and sharing it and saying it and doing it and making a difference, the vast majority of people come around and go like, oh, that's what you were trying to do. You know what I mean? And then they don't worry about you. I mean, I guess there are some people who just judge you forever. I definitely have girls from my hometown that never came back around. <laughs> like, I don't know. Did it matter that much that we used to like get cocktails together on Fridays when I was... 23 like no not really that much yeah. so I don't know like I think in the whole scheme of your life what's going to matter most is that you follow your heart and that you create a path for yourself and your future self that you're going to feel really 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 good about it and in the meantime you're not obligated to give details to people like for years my parents were going so how's the coaching business doing? Like, are you making any money? And I wasn't, you know, I was still nannying. I was cocktail serving. Mm -hmm. um, I worked at Buffalo Exchange. I had so many fucking jobs for so long. And I was figuring out this thing and I was coaching on the weekends and I was like some of the time, like whatever, I was working at all. I was working what became a multi-million dollar empire. I was working it out. And so when my parents would ask, I'd be like, yeah, it's good. Like, I just feel like it's good, figuring it out, working it out. And, it, and sometimes I would just say, well, I don't really want to share more about it right now. I'm figuring it out. Like, I just believe in incubating your dreams. You know what I mean? Like holding them close and sacred. 
and it's not really anyone else's business and you're allowed to set the boundaries in your life. And if you feel like you can't set those boundaries in your life, well, then it's time to start practicing your own autonomy. Like who is responsible for you? You, you and God are responsible for you and no one else, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. So many, so much. Yes. And I love that you said <laughs> I'm branding and through F bombs. And I was like, Oh, I literally just went through that same conversation with my mom and dad. So thank you. For that. I, I will never forget it. My dad's like, so Amanda, anyway. Yeah. But it's like, it's fine now. They've seen me see that, say the F word at least 10 million times on the internet. Now it's pissed people off, but it's also drawn a lot of people in. There have been numerous people with religious backgrounds say, I knew I was safe with you because you cussed. Mm. And I'm like, well, because I, I talk about God. And so by also saying, you know, God and fuck in the same sentence, you go like, oh, she's not judging me. She's not one of those yes. spiritual people, you know? Oh, I love that. And I think one of the last things I wanted to touch on, and I know I want to be cog- cognizant of your time, yeah. how do, like the judgment piece around finances, right? Because I think sometimes it's the biggest, the biggest thing that we can overcome when it comes to money is the judgment of ourselves for either Mm -hmm. wanting more, having debt, having whatever it may be that's coming up. So how do you forgive yourself, right? Like, what is that? Because I know I've taken your money mentality makeover course, and that was a big piece for me was forgiving the the shame I had around some of the things I desired with money. Mm -hmm. Some of the, um, some of the debt I had, what, how how Mm -hmm. do you move through that? I think the money course does it really well. Um, but I think my short version, just like the, the nugget I would like plant for people would, to me, it's just, it feels like this, nothing means anything like nothing in your outer world means anything around what you get to have in the future. Your debt doesn't mean anything. Your lack of savings doesn't mean anything. Your lack of earning doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Everything that's currently happening is just a reflection of what you believed and thought and spoke and the actions you took in the past, in the past. And the past is over. So if the past is over and these are just reflections of things from the past, then you really get to just create from now. So like, like I teach in the many course, like it's changing, it's changing your, your thoughts to change your feelings, to change your vibrations. But it's, and, and it's easy for me to explain it that way. Like thoughts, Mm -hmm and images create emotions and emotion create vibration. We attract from vibration, but it's kind of bigger than that. Cause as you know, like when you, when you go through a big transformation around like what I call the energy and frequency of money, it changes how you be, it changes how you be with money, how you think about it, how you feel about it, the actions you take and your overall being, you know what I mean? So like you stop making meaning out of weird shit and you just start creating. I love that. Like, stop listening to the crazy in your head. (laughs) Just start creating. Like, what do you want to create from here? Mm. And I think we do a lot of good homework around that um, and the money course and then the money course bonuses. But like, I mean, you know what some of it is. Like, the version of you who already, this would just be like a really simple one. Um, There's more we obviously do to clear away kind of the past and the shame and the old stuff in our our memories with money. But a simple one is kind of like, if you were already the wealthy woman, or maybe the wealthy woman is too big of a stretch right now, if you're already the woman who always paid her bills or always already the woman who allowed herself to receive the six-figure income or whatever, if you were already that woman, what would you be thinking? And what would you be feeling? And what would you be saying? And how would you be acting? And can you like 
you know, like either talk yourself through some of that or journal some of that out to get into the feeling of how she lives. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. Powerful. And then when I've done this stuff, you guys, when I, and especially when I went through Amanda's course, it was a massive shift in my own personal income, the energy, the frequency, who I, who I was showing up in as the world in the world as. Mm -hmm. So Amanda, will you share with the audience where they can find you, what you have going on, all of the good things? Yes. Okay. So I'm Exo Amanda Francis on, so it's F-R-A-N-C-E-S, Exo Amanda Francis on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. I just got a TikTok. It's not very good. I don't know what I'm doing. I love (laughs) that. I know. I have a ton of YouTube videos, a ton, a ton, if you just search Amanda Francis on YouTube. And um, I also have a podcast called And She Rises, but you can just search Amanda Francis and podcasts. But while we have everyone here, I think we should put in the show notes a link to the Money Mentality Makeover waitlist because when you, even if you don't sign up for the course, you know, whatever, even if the course isn't calling to you at all, when you jump on the waitlist, you get all these free money manifesting resources. Like there's money meditations in there. There's a money three-part training. There's the earning with ease training. There's, oh, the money Bible bonus where we disprove the whole thing that God thinks it's bad for you to have money. So all those resources are available um, at the link that you'll put in your show notes. So you can jump on the wait list, get the resources. And then later when Money Mentality Makeover opens for enrollment, you'll get $200 off if you want it. And that will be Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that with the listeners. And thank you for being with us, taking the time to share your wisdom with everyone. I'm so excited to share you with all the people. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. You asked great questions and hold a great space. Amazing.